The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week three of our Scorching Six Picks. On the line for the first time during the 2018 NFL season from Pasadena, California, Akshay. What up, Akshay? How's it going? Yo, what's up, Vishon? It's going pretty well, bro. Uh, same old, same old. You know, uh, week by week, trying to get back to... Uh, it took a weekend, I guess. <laughs> hey, uh, I noticed you changed your introduction music. Yeah, I figured change things change change things up a little bit, uh, get a new uh, flavor in there. So nice, dude. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. Okay, so uh, we got six uh, exciting matchups on the week two, week three slate. Excuse me. So let's go ahead and get right into it. We'll start off with the NFC South divisional battle. We got the Atlanta Falcons hosting the New Orleans Saints and giving three points at home. What do you What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, this one, I think it's uh, three points. I still have to go. I have to go with the Saints here, bro. I think they are uh, their offense is just way too good at this point. Uh, I think that um, I've, I've been hearing that uh, uh, Devontae Freeman is still uh, questionable for this game. He may not play, so at Tevin um, Coleman will be taking all of the uh, of the runs or, or most of the runs, I believe. Uh, I think that uh, the Saints are are doing well. I think they're a very good offense. You know, you have uh, obviously Breeze, who already has uh, 682 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, then you have uh, Michael Thomas. You have uh, Ted Ginn Jr. I think he has a lot of weapons. And then uh, the running game is not bad either. So I definitely have to go. Uh, I have to go against the spread. I'm going to go with the Saints. Okay. Uh... Yeah, this is a divisional battle. Two high-powered offenses. Two teams who love to play indoors, and that's where the game will be played uh, this weekend at in Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, two uh, quarterbacks who have big arms. Two high-powered offenses, like I mentioned. I expect a lot of points to be put up here, but I, I'm going to go Atlanta here. I, I just think uh, their defense is better overall, and I think they can stop the bleeding... Less as opposed to the Saints defense from what I've seen the first two games from the Saints. They gave a 48 to Tampa Bay. And then they kind of stopped the bleeding last week against Cleveland. But Cleveland is not so good and high-powered as Atlanta. I think Atlanta is really going to have their way with them. And I think the Saints are going to put up a lot of points as well. So I'm going to go 42 to 35 and swallow the three points here with Atlanta. And we'll disagree on that one. And that will take us to... Game number two. This is uh, right. yeah. going to take it. Go on that game, is, yeah. is that um, is the uh, the Falcon Stadium? Is that grass or is it astroturf? Uh, I think it's turf. I'm not sure, but I'm assuming it's turf just because it's indoor. But I'm not oh. sure. So. Oh, all right, all right. Okay, so game number two uh, takes us to the nation's capital. 
Washington Redskins hosting the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the Green Bay Packers minus three in this one. What do you think? I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers here, bro. I think Washington, uh, I think they're sort of like uh, still trying to find themselves out here. I think uh, Adrian Peterson is doing, um, so far he's doing okay, I guess, with them. Uh, but uh, I still think they lack a lot of weapons on their offense. Uh, Packers, you know, uh, they've been pretty, um, they've been playing really well. You know, I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers has been doing, has been playing really, um, really well this season. Although I, th- I do believe he is questionable for this game, so I guess we have to wait and see what happens. But uh, you know, I, I think Randall Cobb is doing well. I think there are other weapons uh, that they have. Um, I believe Aaron Jones is back. I, I don't recall, but I definitely have to go. I definitely have to go with, with the Packers in this game. Yeah, I mean, you got a complete mismatch here if Aaron Rodgers is healthy. I mean, that's why I kind of, the spread is so low at three. I mean, Aaron Rodgers obviously is questionable with that banged-up knee that he hurt in the first week against the Bears. And then we saw last week, uh, he was still able to make the throws last week, but uh, he's making quicker reads, making quicker passes. He's staying more so in the pocket, not really moving much within the pocket or outside the pocket, as we saw. And I don't know if that's really going to bite Green Bay right now, but I think down the line it could become a problem because that's what makes Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers is him extending plays, getting outside the pocket, and creating something out of nothing when uh, and making big plays for the Packers. But I'm going to agree with you here actually on this one. I'm going to swallow the three points with Green Bay. I think they win this one 31-24 and go 2-0-1. So with that, we'll agree on that one, and we'll move on to the game number three. This one, we have the Carolina Panthers at home hosting the Cincinnati Bengals and laying three points. What do you think? Uh, this game, I'm, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, I just think that uh, the Bengals are playing really well right now. I know if this game is, uh, is an away game for them, uh, but, uh, especially with their quarterback, Andy Dalton. He's always uh, up and down at times. Uh, but I, I think the Bengals are, are just playing really well right now. You know, Andy Dalton has already uh, 500 yards, I believe. I think he has, like, six TDs. A.J. Green already has four TDs. And then and their running game is going to be um, a little hurt because it mixing is out. But I think G.U. Bernard is I can't step in here. Uh the Panthers, you know, bro, it's just like uh, it happens every year with them. You know, I know they're playing well, but I think it's all it comes down to um, uh, the quarterback of the uh, of the Panthers. You know, if uh, if he plays well, I I forget his name. I don't recall him right now, but if he plays well, Cam Newton, come on, actually, how can you forget Cam Newton? Cam Newton, Cam Newton the guy who I don't think is uh, I don't think he, I think his rookie year was one of the his best years ever, at best career-wise, but I think teams sort of found out. He won the MVP two goals. seasons ago. Yeah, he didn't win MVP, but I mean, what has he done since? You know, I don't know what he's doing since. It's like I think with um, with the Panthers, it's just, it, it, this is my dilemma, bro. Okay, I always um, I like Christian McCaffrey. I liked him at Stanford. Uh, I saw what he did at Stanford against USC and other teams, and they pick him up, and I was happy that this guy's going to play with his team. He can elevate uh, Cam Newton's game, but what do they not do? They don't get him the ball. 
you know, Cam Newton always tries to do his things. And yes, uh, Matt McCaffrey is, um, I guess, the lead back now. Or uh, I forget who the other guy is, but I, I don't. I don't think he gets enough touches during the game. I don't think he gets twenty touches. You give him twenty touches to a guy who's that electrifying, he, you're going to see results. You know. Yet what they do is they do the same old play, same old pass plays that, in my mind, doesn't really go anywhere. If they start to utilize um, McCaffrey more, I can definitely see them being a more elite offense. You know. So, but. Um, until that, I really can't bet. I can't bet for them, to be honest. Okay, you're going with the Bengals here, plus three. Yes. I'm going the other way here. I like the home team. I'm swallowing All points right. again uh, with the home team. Uh, I like the Panthers here. Uh, I think Cam Newton will be okay, but I, I like them here just because uh, of their defense. I mean, led by Luke Keekley and then... Uh, I think Thomas Davis will play in this game, so I think their defense is uh, one of the better ones in the entire league. And because of that, I think they're going to dominate Cincinnati's offense. I mean, Cincinnati played uh, Indianapolis the first game, barely won, I believe. And they played Baltimore last week, uh, had an impressive win, a good divisional, interdivisional rivalry win. But uh, I think they're going to have a tough time with this Panthers defense going up against them, so... That's why I'm going to swallow right. the three points here with Carolina. I'm going to take them to win this game 24-20. to 20. So right. we'll disagree on that one, and we'll move into the late afternoon games. Game number four, uh, we have the L.A. rivalry. The Chargers going into the Coliseum to take on the Rams. You got the home team Rams giving seven points in this one. What do you think about this game? I still have to go with the Rams, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry to say I have to go with the Rams. Uh, the Chargers, you know, they're always up and down. Philip Rivers is having uh, a great season so far. Six TDs, I think. But uh, I definitely have to go with the Rams. The Rams' defense is way too good. Um, their running game uh, with Todd Gurley, you know, you have uh, the receiving game of Brandon Cooks. Jared Goff's doing all right. I definitely have to go with the Rams here. Um, I know they're uh, certain point favorites, but I still have to go with that line. Yeah, I mean, seven points is a lot here for the Rams against a good team. But uh, first two first two games for the Rams, they won the first one by 20, and they were a little sluggish in that one. Then they completely demolished Arizona last week, 34 to nothing, and covered, I think, a 14 or 15-point spread. And it's seven this week for them. I'm going to agree with you here, Akshay. Uh, this team is just too hot right now. Clicking all cylinders. Uh, Gurley's running well. Cooks is, uh, has proven to be a really good slot guy for them. Uh, and then they have Woods and Cup on the outside. And then defensively, the new additions, Akib Tlaib, Marcus Peters, and Dominic Su are really showing their physicality and strength defensively. And then you add in that the coaching advantage that they have, the huge coaching advantage with McVay over Anthony Lynn. And then their special teams... <laughs> One of the better kickers in the league with Zerline. Johnny Hecker, one of the best punters in the league. So just a complete mismatch all around, even though the Chargers are a good team. But we saw what happened to the Chargers against another good offense against Kansas City in week one when they came to play the Chargers in L.A. They completely demolished them uh, in week one offensively. 
And I think that's what the Rams are going to do here in week three against the Chargers. And I'm swallowing the seven points and agreeing with you 100% Akshay on this one. I think they're going to win this one 42 to 28. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think they're going to put up a lot of points. And we'll agree on that one and we'll move on to game number five. It's the Fox game of the week. The Dallas Cowboys traveling to the Northwest to take on the Seattle Seahawks. We've got the Seattle Seahawks at home and giving one and a half point in this one. What do you think about this game? Uh, this is a tough call, bro, but I, I have to go with the Cowboys here. I think Seattle's a mess. You know, I don't, I, I really don't see what they're doing. I don't know what their, what their game plan is. Um, I know Dallas is also, uh, they're not as good as they were. They're always advertised to be every year. You know, so, I, but I definitely have to go with the Cowboys here. I know they're up, uh, I think the Cowboys have uh, a rushing game. Uh, they have, uh, the quarterback is legit. I, they, I think the only thing they lack is their wide receivers. I think they need some help on wide receivers, maybe look to a trade or something, but, but with the, but with the Seahawks, uh, I don't really see what they really have that, uh, on offense that can, uh, that can consistently score points. You know, I mean, their defense has gotten older. I don't see, um, I think that seems, that still needs a lot of change there, but, uh, I definitely have to go with the Cowboys. Okay. I mean, yeah. Seahawks obviously 0-2. Uh, they played both of their games so far on the road. Uh, they lost kind of a close one to Denver, and then uh, they lost a seven-point game to Chicago last week in Chicago on Monday night. Obviously, Russell Wilson has looked good, but other than that, obviously, offensive line, same problems. Uh, Russell Wilson's already been sacked 12 times in two games. Uh, running game, they haven't really figured that out if they're going to go permanently with Carson or Rashad Penny. So I don't know what they're doing there. but And defensively, like you mentioned, they lo- a lot of uh, stars they lost. And then just it seems like a lot of stuff going on. But even though all that's happened, I think this is going to be the third game is going to be the charm for them, get their first win of the season, in my opinion, uh, playing at home. And I'm going to swallow the point and a half here. I mean, I don't – I don't really think very highly of the Cowboys offensively. But defensively, uh, the Cowboys have some good pass rushers that can give some pressure to Wilson. But I think he'll figure it out. He'll uh, make a way and figure it out and get the Seahawks a win in this one, in my opinion. And I think they're going to pull it out 27-24 to and get their first win at home. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. I just think that – I don't know. I just think that uh, the Seahawks need a long – Overall of uh, of the roster, I think R- Russell Wilson. I don't think he's as, uh, in my opinion, I, I don't think he's as good as he once was. I think they just. Uh, I know. It, it, didn't they give him some some big contract? Uh, I think I think he probably got like some sort of extension, but I'm not sure exactly what his contract uh, is. At the I think uh, I think Pete Carroll needs to start looking at get, getting a replacement firm or or something. In my mind, you know, I, I just think the Seahawks are. I think they're older, but uh, I think they need to. They, I think they need to interject with themselves with with more youth. You know, I don't. Know. That's my opinion. Okay, I mean, we'll see what happens there, but I I think they're going to get their first win against the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys are very good, and on the road they're probably even worse. So I think Seattle gets the win, twenty-seven twenty-four. I'll swallow the point and a half there. 
And that'll take us to the last game for Week 3 Scorching 6. The Monday night game in primetime from Tampa, Florida. The home team Buccaneers hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Steelers are a point and a half favorite in this one. What do you think? I have to go against this one team. Uh, I, I have to go with the home team here. And definitely Buccaneers are, are going to cover that spread. I, I, I think they're just too out of a team right now. I mean, what? Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, bro. You know, I mean, <laughs> this guy has been a journeyman for most of his career. And uh, he already has, what, eight TDs in this season? You know, I mean, um, uh, Deshaun Jackson is playing well. I think they have a... Uh, O.J. Um, I forget his name. O.J. Howard, Howard, I believe. Yeah, O.J. Howard, uh, tight end. O.J. Howard, tight end. Uh, I think their their defense is good too. And I think, but if you look at the Steelers, the Steelers have I don't know what's happening with them, bro. I mean, uh, James Conner is doing well as a running back. Um, obviously, they don't have Alavon Bell uh, because he's he's sitting out. Antonio Brown has been okay. You know, I, I think the Steelers are a mess. You know, and I, I think until Something gets done with uh, with the whole uh, Levon Bell situation, or, or something is done. Whether he's traded or he decides to come back, or who knows what's going to happen. I, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are just uh, at a standstill. But I, but I think the Buccaneers are playing extremely well. And, and honestly, uh, as they're playing at home, they're going to have that uh, uh, the home crowd advantage. Uh, so I, I definitely um, I definitely can say they're going to. Easily cover the one point five spread. Well, they're they're uh, they're not the favorite here, so you're taking them plus one and a half. Oh yeah, that's right. I mean, um, I think that uh, they're going to definitely beat the Steelers. Or the Steelers. Okay. All right. Uh, for this game, obviously Pittsburgh has struggled. I mean, they probably should have lost, to be honest, in, in Week One, but they ended up tying that game, and then they lost uh, a shootout to the Chiefs last week. Uh, at home, forty-two to thirty-seven. But uh, I mean, and then the Bucks on the other side. I mean, uh, really impressive. Obviously, with Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's kind of just been herky jerky, Jekyll and Hyde type quarterback. I remember uh, two seasons ago, I went to a game where he played against the Chiefs when he was on the Jets, and he threw six interceptions. So I mean, that was kind of a really low point for him. But, I mean, we've seen this from Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think three seasons ago, uh, he kind of played, managed the the Jets and a a good defense, good running game, and to a 10-6 record, I believe. So uh, he's definitely capable of this, but I don't know how long we can expect him to have these type of numbers, averaging 400 yards and four touchdowns a game. I I think he's got to come back down to earth at some point. And I think... This is the game that's that where he's going to come back down to earth a little bit. Maybe not too much, but he's not going to have the four hundred yards, four touchdowns, in my opinion. So I don't expect that at all. No, no, no. I don't believe he's going to have four yards. But I, I think Pittsburgh is just like I think they're lost right now, bro. <laughs> I don't know whether I don't think I don't think they realize or or they know what a direction to head into. That's why I, I, I went with the Buccaneers, but yeah, I, I agree with you there. I, I don't think Fitzpatrick is going to continue um, the way he's playing um, uh, 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 so far after two games. So I, I can definitely see that happening. Yeah, and then obviously, yeah, I agree. Steelers definitely a lot of locker room dysfunction. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is holding out. Uh, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown, excuse me, is not really 
kind of uh, been engaged in the first two games, in my opinion. But, I mean, they did score 37 points last week. And this is a team that historically, you've seen in the last four or five seasons, starts off slow, doesn't really kind of get their groove going till kind of mid-October, November. But I think this is a must-win game for them. And that's kind of the situation they thrive in, in my opinion. And I think they're going to get this win, cover the one-and-a-half-point one spread in prime time on Monday night, and get their first win of the season. I'm going to go... 31 to 28 Pittsburgh in this one, and I think they come away with their first win. All right, all right. Interesting. We'll see what happens in that one, right? Yeah, it should be an exciting game. We'll see what happens, but that'll wrap it up uh, for week three Scorching Six picks. Akshay, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me, bro. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the week three games, and we'll see you guys next week for week four Scorching Six.